This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, Chai G. We are back as we are every Monday. Just today, we're going to be having a bit of a different show. Today is the one day that uh, we all look at each other and say, well, let's hope this is the last time. This is the one day that we have hope and wish and we want to see a change. We want to see that um, we can move on as a nation from the stage we are right now, go back to our place, get back the relationship, the connection with Hashem, get back to the Temple Mount and get back to what we had. This is the one day that we are, as a nation, sitting and crying. It's going to start tonight in just a few hours. Uh, lots of us are going to start to fast and mourn sit on the floors, not by the tables, not not on chairs, and just hope that this won't happen again. Just hope that there's going to be a change. Tonight is Tisha B'Av. Tonight is a night that has been known in the Jewish nation, the night for crying forever, which we were told that once we got the crying and we cried for no reason, now we got plenty of reasons. And just looking forward and hoping that we won't have any more of these reasons. So we're going to be talking about Tisha B'Av throughout the show. Um, didn't plan of having a guest today, even though I, every show, my listeners know we have guests, we have a lot of interaction, a lot of things happening on the show. Today was meant to be a slow, quiet show, just thinking and understanding what Tisha B'Av means to us as a nation, as a community, as an individual. Except for one project. One of the schools has doing here something very impressive for Tisha B'Av, so we will have them on the show later on. I can't resist. I think it's very important. Rabbi Meir Zaydin from Hirsch Lines is going to come in later on. We're going to discuss what they're doing for their teenagers for Tisha B'Av. However, tonight, today, we're going to be taking the show to hear what is Tisha B'Av for you. And very interesting to hear from the community. How do we experience Tisha B'Av in our day in life? What does it mean to us? Does it have any meaning to us? Is it just like the end of three weeks of no meat, the end of three weeks of no music, the end, sorry, nine days of no meat? Is it just the end of a sad period or we're actually benefiting and learning from this day and hoping for something bigger, stronger, greater, and a better future for us? Please share with us your opinions. What does Tisha B'Av mean to you if you're a teenager? And maybe when you send in your message, Sign it with not only your name, but with your age. Very interesting to know young people, older people. What do we feel about Tisha B'Av? Does it mean anything to us? Do we get it? Are we a part of it? Please send it in 062-148-2374, 062-148-2374. That is the WhatsApp line. You can always send us an SMS at 34519. 34519 is an SMS line. Send us an email at onair at dot. Um, you could always call in even 0746547335, 0746547335. That's the number in studio if you'd like to come and give in your comments. In city, in town right now, there's an amazing speaker, um, Rabbi Shapiro. And I want to quote something I heard from him just a few days ago, which was very impressive. And I think it's a very strong thought that we need to carry on and understand for Tisha B'Av, what it means for us, what is our connection, how did that happen? But just before that, just before that, I want to mention 
Um, this is show as an education show when we have many educators here on the show, many uh, uh, professionals, people that have what to say, people that share with us what they need to say. Um, it's our it's our show that we owe for the educators, and I want to mention a very special educator that here in town, Rabbi Sifris. Rabbi Sifris has been a very well-known educator here, and he does need a refuah shalema, so I'm going to pull out his name. Please, anybody that's listening to us, please, if you could have in for Rabbi Tuvio ben Rivka for a refuah shalema. I think that the educational world in South Africa, the education community in South Africa, owes it to him. So, please, God, these sad days of Tisha B'av will also end, and end with Anchama also for him. He'll feel much better. Rabbi Tuvia ben Rivka, please, if anybody could just stop what you're doing, say one parak of Tehillim, something, some thought for him. So, back to Rabbi Shapiro. Rabbi Shapiro brought in a very amazing point. Discussing the the sad period of time that we are in, what does it mean to us? We know that there's a day-to-day meaning to us and everything that happens in Judaism. We know that it, we're not celebrating the history. We're experiencing every year, again and again and again, the same loss, the same pain. We know that the Bible tells us that any generation that the Temple Mount and the Beis Hamikdash wasn't built in their days is that if it was destroyed in their days. So it's it is as if these days we are actually losing it again and again and again every year. So why? What's the reason? And he brought in a very uh, interesting conversation, two different uh, biblical sources regarding what happened and why. One of them mentions that that they didn't, weren't excited about their um, learning Torah, about their identity, about the Judaism, who they are as Jews. And the other one brings something very different because of the uh, hatred inside the Judaism and because of terrible things that were done amongst each other, sinat chinam as we call it. So what was it? Was it that, that we were the nation was doing evil and bad things or was it that we were just not excited and doing the things that we weren't supposed not in an exciting way and he said an amazing thing he brought on he said like this they're all from the same point and the same source and he says as follows and i'm quoting i i know he's in town right now and so i'm going to quote, quote rabbi shapiro and he says a point he brings a point like this he said a story over about a man who was driving his car, and on the way home he gets a phone call. He was told that he won the lottery. Once he was got that message, and we're going to make the story the story short. Obviously, it was uh, pre- presented to the community much better than I'm doing it right now. He he got the message that he won the lottery. From that moment, he got into a tremendous great mood. Can you just imagine a guy driving down the street feeling? Uh, the, uh, upset, depressed, uh, the family, the bank, the work, anything. We, there's no, there's, there's enough reasons why we can be down, why we can be sad, what could be the problem. And suddenly, he gets this amazing message. You know, you won a million dollars, a million rands, uh, whatever it is. The moment that happens, nothing doesn't matter anymore. A guy is driving and uh, cuts him off on the road. He's fine. Uh, I'm a happy guy. I just won the lottery. Nothing's bothering me. Even a, a taxi, just the honking, the everything that we drive, even just here in the stream, Louis, both of we could imagine what it looks like. 
And suddenly you're calm. It doesn't bother me. Okay, yeah, man, stop in the middle of the road, take passengers. I don't care. Fine, I'll stand in the in a backup road or whatever it is. We're fine. We're happy because I just won the lottery. Nobody is more excited than what I could be right now. And that's the point. We have an amazing nation, amazing community. Do we really feel on day-to-day basis that we won the lottery? Can we walk around and say how glad we are and how happy we are to be who we are, to have such nice lives, to be such good people, to such support of a community, of a nation, as a Jewish nation, with the relationship with, with Hashem, with God? Do we really feel that our relationship with God does mean that we won the lottery? If not, the result is all these terrible and evil things that come up. If they do, then nothing does, nothing matters because we are happy. We are the chosen nation. Nothing can bother us. And that is a tremendous point. And it hurts me when I see today. So many times I could look around and see, no, we're not proud. So many times we find ourselves in the position that, um, small things bother us or big things bother us, but in day to day we don't feel the connection, we don't feel the relationship, and that's something we need a point of. I don't know if, I think I've mentioned this before in the show. I don't know if I have, and even if I have, I'll say it again. So many times I hear from people in the community saying, business? No, I only do business outside. I don't do with my friends. I don't do with the Jewish community. I don't keep my business inside. And I say, why? Shouldn't we be supporting each other? Shouldn't we be helping each other? Why are we uh, preventing business from our friends? Because maybe it's uncomfortable once, maybe it's difficult once at a time. That's our job. Let's be proud about who we are. Let's be connected. Let's be together. Let's take the opportunity of these days to learn to appreciate who we are as proud Jews, as proud Jewish nation here in the community, in South Africa, in the world. Come get together. And a lot of uh, things happening around that. Tell me your opinion. What do you think? What can we do to make the base of English come faster? What can we do to experience this above properly? What can we do for ourselves? We're going to have to take a short break. When we come back, I'll please I'll read your opinions that you'll send in at 0621482374. So what's up line? 34519 the SMS or send us an email on the air at I will share with you a great project that's happening here in the community with Rabbi Satan from Hirsch Lines and another thing from overseas later on in the show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. High FM. We are back on a slow uh, show today. A, a show on a day that we all look at each other and say... And conversations with, please God, let this be the last time. Please God, let this be a, a day that we will never celebrate again. Please, let's look forward that this day will change into a holiday, into a, 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 an amazing Yom Div, as we say, Moya, the time, a time of happiness, a time of joy, a time of connection, and not sitting here in the studio and talking about a sad day. However, unfortunately, as we're going on this show, we are still caught up in a very bad uh, situation for, as a nation, and we are still on a very sad day, uh, building up till tonight, which many of us are going to start the fast, many of us are going to start the crying, going to shul, sitting on the floor, no electricity, sitting with small lights, um, in the dark, mourning, crying, connecting. And this is the time 
that is our job as a community to come together and see what really is important for us. What are we missing? What are we looking forward to? And as I promised before the break, I have here in studio Rabbi Zayden who came in to share with us a special project that they've been doing in their school, which is very inspiring because I, I work with educators and professionals all the time. And I'll tell you a secret about professionals. They're human. And sometimes in a fast day, it's hard. And sometimes in their own private time for morning, it's hard. They want to put time off. They want to do something with their families. They want to uh, uh, appreciate their connection with HaKadosh Baruch their connection with the morning, their time when they're fasting, when they're private. And however, their school has chosen to do it as a community with their families, with their kids, all together with the students, seeing what they can do to help anybody. So if anything you want to say about Tisha B'Av, how do you experience your own Tisha B'Av, please send it in 0621482374. You can send us an SMS, 34519, that's SMS line. You could always call it in, 0746547335. Good afternoon, Rabbi Zayden, and thank you so much for being with us. Hi, thank you very much. It's even hard to say good afternoon today. Right, we tonight we won't be able to, and uh, we're already in the zone, already in the mood. Completely, completely. Uh, before we start, last night I was sitting in a meeting with um, one of the principals here in the community, probably one of the biggest Jewish schools here, and I told him about, a bit about your project that we're going to hear right now, and he was very inspired. And he said, and we were talking about that's something that everybody has to copy and see what we can do and to add something of connection in the community that we are in for this day, for this period of time. So what is it? What are so, we talking about? Great. So l- I'll tell you where it started from. Last year, WhatsApp went around advertising a soccer camp on Erev Tishabov, on Tishabov itself, and Tishabov morning, which you can sort of understand, you know, while the parents are... In, uh, in shul or watching the Chafetz Chaim videos, this, what are the kids supposed to do? So some children organized a, a, a camp for them to go play soccer. Now that's, um, that, that like hurt. <laughs> that, uh, that was, that was a, that was quite a sore point because it's, it's not it a holiday. Correct. It means that the, the, that the Tisha B'Av, even though last year it was Sunday, you're not supposed to act like Sunday. Um, and, Really, it's it's a fact that the that the children don't really understand what Tisha B'av is really all about, and uh, and how to mourn. And the truth is, most adults, myself included, say, don't as understand. Adults, do we understand what Tisha B'av is all about? Correct. That's that's exactly the problem. Um, and most of the shiurim that you go to is, you know, they they tell us, you know, we're mourning over the connection that you're missing with Hashem. We're mourning over the fact that you don't know what we're mourning for. We're mourning over the the and and and. You know, a lot of the speeches and the and the connections that we have are something that at least is a little bit tangible. You know, the Holocaust, something that we can connect to. But really, Tishbab is something much bigger. It's it's the tragedy of uh, the eternal tragedy of Bnei Israel, the time that we're always mourning, the time that we're always crying, ever since uh, the Meraglim in the desert. And so, therefore, we decided as a school that what we must do is um, make sure we to our roles as mechanchim, as educators, that you really educate the children and and uh, from all ages, um, what Tisha B'av is about and and how to and how to mourn on Tisha B'av. So it's before we go thing. to the program, mm. I'm sure. And before we go to the program, how did the kids react to that? Surprisingly, 
they were not surprised. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought I thought they'd be like, "What school on Tishavov?" No. So it's not school on Tishavov. It's a Tishavov program. It's a program where we, um, where especially in the primary school and the girls' school, they're going to be davening. They're going to be doing their own, their, own, their own program, part of davening. Um, so they're going to be doing Tishavov, and this is a uh, this is a way that they can do Tishavov in a way that they can really understand it. Completely, because I have to say, uh, to be honest, I have a girl in Hirschlein's uh, high school girls, and she came home and she said, when are you going to Davening? Because I need to get dropped off in school. And I said, no, you don't have school in Tishabov. And she said, yeah, I do. And I said, no, you don't. And she said, yeah, I do. <laughs> and so I called Muradina, I called the principal, and, and yeah, and she does. So it was kind of shocking even for me. So I'm sure the kids, but you said that the kids were fine with it. The kids are fine with it. Of course, it's 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 optional. You know, nobody has to come. But uh, there's been a very good response. Most people, most of the the, the boys and the girls, um, are going to be coming and and do plan on coming. And let me tell you a little bit about what are they the going, going to be there? Yeah. Okay, so I'll start right from the bottom. Um, the nursery school, the girls' high school. Um, some of them are going to be going in and running a program for the nursery school. Um, it's a way for them to, for the girls to give. We're very into the girls being involved in chesed and involved in their, in, in community responsibility. And they're doing a whole program from 8.45 till 11, um, helping the nursery school kids on their level understand what Tishabov is about. Um, at the same time, it does allow the parents to be in shul and it does allow the parents to, to watch those videos, but it allows the kids to at the same time have a meaningful Tishabov experience. So the high school girls are going to be like Madrid some of the high school, some yes, of the high schools are yes. going to be uh, running programs for the younger kids for the, the nursery school program. age kids. That's okay. right. Okay. Right. And like what? They're going to be playing games, discussing. Uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be a lot of storytelling, um, and, and davening with them at the same time. Um, and yeah, it's it's about two and a bit hours, so there's quite a lot for them to to fill in. Um, yeah. yeah, it's quite a lot. Yeah. Okay, so that's nursery. Right. Then when it comes to primary, there's always a hard one. You know, we we think to ourselves, so you know, my own, own children, they got to come to shul. Now, what they're actually going to do in shul? And you know, they're going to sit through davening and they're going to sit through uh, kinnis, which are which are really long in the morning, and and eicha for those shuls that do eicha in the morning. And uh, you know, it's it's hard for adults to understand it. So, what are the children supposed to do? So, they're having a whole davening program at the primary school, um, where they're going to be davening with with certain kinnis. After that, they're going to be um, doing a learning program. Which is going to involve um, some of those um, children's urim, um, which, are, which are on the Chafetz Chaim Heritage Foundation videos, um, and there's going to be guest speakers, and um, again, also about two and a bit hours, um, allowing them to actually experience on their level what Tishabov is. And primary school kids were open to come, and like they yes. could hear. He, are they are open to hear speakers? Definitely, 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 definitely. Sure it's being run with, within the school. So when you say primary, because there's kids in first grade, I, I assume they're not on the level of seventh right. grade. Right, so it's not one grade. big group. It's going to be split up into various age groups. And, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, quite a powerful program. I mean, so it's, all it's kids all are covered and... Yes, yes. Well, at the same time, though, um, the parents are dropping them off at 8.45. So yeah, so what do they do? 9 o'clock, there's a share for the parents. Um, there's Rabbi Kravitz, who... He's actually on this station sometimes. He does a, I think on a Friday he does the book show. Um, Rabbi Kravitz is going to be going through the Gemaras in Gittin uh, with various Midrashim and, and the stories, and, and of, the stories the of the Churban, of the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Um, he's going to be going through it with the, the parents at two hours here. Um, while the parents wait for their children to be dropped off and while they wait for their the children to have gone through the, the whole program and they're going to be learning with him um, at, the, at the primary school too. Truth is, 
once you're on the radio, I'll say it's open to everybody. Really, anybody can come so out. So it is a community thing that anybody sure. could come and join and want to be a part for sure, of. For sure. to, to it's being hosted by Hirsch Lions, but everyone's welcome, yes. Okay. So then I should tell you actually the times. It starts at 8.45 at the nursery school and the primary school. And so the girls' program at the girls' high school starts at 8.15. There also, they're going to be doing a program with davening and videos. They're having a... Two guest speakers. Um, the one is Don Krauss, who is a Holocaust survivor, who is 90-ish years old. He's coming to talk to them about his experience. And um, then Rabbi Mofsen is coming in to talk to them, too, um, also about Tisha B'Av. And that's, uh, that's not open for the community, or it is? I'll put my, we'll put I'll put my limb out so, and say so everybody is all girls, all teenage girls are welcome to join. Okay, so here's what I want to ask you yes. as a principal of the school, because it's not only about Hirschlein's here. We, many of listeners, I'm sure, are raising with this question, question of what do we really do with our teenage kids today on Tishabov? How do we connect? How do we be a part of it? What, what could you tell them about that? Okay, so let me In just... In our homes. Yeah, if that's okay, if I could just finish one uh, one last thing, which is Go the ahead. boys' high school, which is my little pet. Um, <laughs> it's, we, we're having hours afterwards. And because the boys um, have a chiv to be in shul and, and to go through the shul, so at 11.30 we're starting our programs, goes up till 2.30. Um, we're not going to be serving lunch over that time, but uh, we're going to be having various shirim, also I going through imagine. the gemaras and going through um, the kinnis and, and uh, various parts of Tisha B'Av, which allow them to, uh, on, on a high school level, to, to learn. And again, everybody is welcome to, to come to that. Now, our, our own kids, so you know, what, how are we supposed to have that, in, in, uh, that, that feeling of, of Tisha B'Av in school, in, at, at the home? So, if you look at the halachas of Tishavav, they all seem to be designed around that. You know, like the, you're not supposed to go to work in the morning, for example, you know, in, in, even in the afternoon, but especially in the morning. Except if you work in Hirschlein. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> so that's uh, not work. That's, yes, that's part of what we do. This is, uh, yeah. holy work. Um, so, if, if we follow those sort of halachas, then the, the, that atmosphere of, of Tishabov can be in the, in the home, which means that the children see that their parents aren't going to work. The children see that their parents are walking around with, uh, without leather shoes on. The, par- the children see that their children aren't saying hello to them. They're not greeting them in the morning as the halacha says you're not supposed to do. And, um, by having that sort of morose feeling, just like, uh, just like, or the reverse on Shabbos, you know, we'd give them extra nice food. So here we, we here we, Turn it down we, a little bit. We turn it down. Um, you know, the, may, maybe we should, maybe, Dafke, if we're feeding the kids, you know, we should be giving them not as fancy food, you know, and, um, and, and have the, whatever the parents see, whatever the kids see the parents doing, that is generally the greatest chinuch. That's the general, the, the best education. Um, if you, if your children see you, not really caring about Shabbos, they're not going to care about Shabbos either. If you're not pushing to go to davening, then they're not going to push to go to davening either, generally. To a certain well, level, because we have seen you. For sure, yeah, for sure, that's, that's a generalization. Kids, right. Exactly. But on the reverse, if, they, if the children see a feeling of Tisha in the home, which means the parents are, are upset about Yerushalayim, they're upset about the Beit HaMikdash, they don't, they, 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 they're mourning, they, they, they're hoping for Lashana Bab Yerushalayim, that then the children will get that message too. Which, which is part, you know, I was just, I was just speaking, uh, with somebody and I said, one of the nice things I think is that, um, that helped us connect to a certain level is that, you know, uh, thank God for Kathy that put together a Jewish station. And one of the things that I feel is that, you know, even on the Soul to Soul programs that all the music is a cappella and, and also on other shows, not always sometimes, but it gives some kind of tone into the community. And I think that that's a very, uh, uh, important opportunity also for parents to actually 
left their kids notice. Oh, by the way, you know, I was listening to the radio, and guess what? Um, um, come, will come a parent and say, uh, you know, I was just listening to the radio, and guess, and, and there's no music. And there's, like, these little things, maybe we could appoint as a community what we're doing at different options, different places. And I think that would be uh, also maybe a great opportunity. True, for true. Parents. They get the subtle and messages from the from the that are pointed out by the parents. It's an amazing thing, right? And, and but we're going to get to it soon. I'm I'm I know High FM also has uh, uh, programs, digital programs throughout the whole day. I think starting tonight at five p.m. already. It's going to be twenty-seven hours directly of the world's best speakers on on. Um, uh, talking about Tishabov in so many uh, um, interesting meanings and things about Tishabov connection. So I think it's very uh, uh, special uh, to have this. And even this show, I mean, we have everything focused on Tishabov. And as a community, we could really, uh, we could really benefit and grow and see uh, what we have um, to take a part of that. That's true. So while we're driving around in our cars, we should try to make sure that you're listening to those shirim rather than rather than the music shows rather than the the chat shows you know let's let's actually feel it in our homes and in our cars that's right a hundred percent so here's a, i want to ask you as a as a, as a, a principal you work with teenagers all the time and, and you you're running the school for teenagers with teenagers do they ever come and say something like well we 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 have a jewish life here we have as you said we have a station that's giving us tissue above we have a community what is the big loss Yes, that's a, that's a, been a lot of the discussion during the nine days, during these past nine days, of, um, what are we mourning for? And when we dive in for Mashiach, when we pray that Mashiach should come, are we just saying, I should have a much more comfortable Galus? You know, like when we, when Mashiach comes and we go to Yerushalayim, will we have our swimming pools? Will we have our beautiful big homes? I don't know. My kids sitting here in the studio, I mean, my kids always say, you want to go back to Israel? Great idea. Where, where are you going to build the swimming pool? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's, it takes a lot of hard and serious thought to think about what Mashiach is actually going to be, what life is going to be. Do, are we going to be comfortable with uh, the concept of an offering of a korban? Um, are we going to be con- uh, uh, comfortable with the concept of, of a king dictating what we should do and what we shouldn't do and, and halacha being having things like the death penalty? Do they really think that deeply? We, well, it was, it was brought up and, and, and it was challenged. And, you know, that's the thing about a Torah high school is that it allows you to bring up these hard concepts in a positive and uh, educational um, framework um, and we had these discussions and we've had these sharing we brought in uh, guest speakers to talk about it spoke about it within the school and it's, yeah, it's really important it's really important I have to say that's very impressive just a few weeks ago we had a, um, a rabbi here on the show um, it was an older guy rabbi from the community and, and he brought in very strong insights about a uh, young generation that uh, are not looking in Judaism so deeply and actually are, are not um taking the deepness of who we are and how we are and the connection um, to their personal level, which is part of the things that we're going to speak about. And it's very beautiful to hear that, yes, we have young guys in the community that are bringing up these things. They're very real. This is this is life. This is Judaism. This is their real Jewish life. And this is something we push in a huge way. We do have to move on. I, I, I'm, we have to take a short break. I Please, if you can stay just for a few more minutes afterwards so we could just go and, and get into one or two more words as a community about Tishabov. We'll take 101.9 High FM. Chai Chinuch you will take a short break and we'll be right back. 
This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 Chai FM. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch with Rabbi If you're not noticing the song that's in the background, um, somebody was uh, questioning why did I choose a song like Boy Chala uh, to end of the show. But really, I think that's what we're really hoping for. And if we understand that the relationship that we're missing with Hashem, the relationship that we need to look for, is a, such a close, intimate relationship that we had in the Beis Hamikdash. That's the moment. This is the times that we're we're begging and crying to Hashem, please get us back. A chosun and kala relationship, a connection between the Jewish nation and Hashem. So we are here here with Studuthra and Studuthra Bezayim. We're talking about amazing work that they've been doing in Hirshlines and in around the community regarding understanding Tisha B'av, understanding the connection with Hashem, understanding that it's not just a day that we need to wait. Um, with a soccer match or with a YouTube or with anything that in, to pass the fast. It's really a time of thought, a time of investment and relationship with Hashem. We really have to end off Rabbi Zayd in one sentence. If a child comes up to you and says, bottom line, what, what are you expecting from me, from me as a teenager in 2017? What is my job today in Tisha B'Av? On Tisha B'Av, uh, simply they have to understand that the connection that we used to have with Hashem is no longer. That we used to have a connection of a prince who lived in a, in the palace, who was able to ask the father for anything when uh, the Mishkan and the and the Beis Hamikdash um, existed. Hashem was our next door neighbor. He was right there. We were living right next to him. We could connect to him on such an amazing, huge level. And he would answer our tefillahs in a way that we could see him answering our tefillahs. Um, we could connect with him in a way that we could see him connecting. And these days, simple, simply our confusion is the thing that we're mourning about. The fact that we don't see Hashem in every day. The fact that we don't see Hashem in, 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 in our general um, practice, in our daily thoughts, in, our, in, in that we're davening. And sometimes we can... We can wander off and not really think about what we do. Those simple things that every single person, especially every teenager, um, uh, experiences, that's exactly what we're mourning for. We want that mm-hmm. connection back. We're doubting that, please, Hashem, should, we should be able to move back in with Hashem. Hashem should be able to move back in with us. We should reignite that relationship and and have that connection like we, like we used to have before. That's mm-hmm. something really to mourn about. And please, God, with these words, we should really get back close and, and get a connection. Um, I have to say one of the things I like to do with kids sometimes is just to go with them. You know, there's a list of 10 miracles happening in the base. I mean, on a day-to-day basis. And going through them, just understand the experience of walking into a temple that, you know, it's at the end of the day, it was, it was a butchery over there. And the place was spot clean. It was clean. It never got dirty. It never stunk. There was good smell from the terrace from there miles away. It says that everybody smelled good. Could you imagine? It's there were no it, flies. No flies. Unbelievable. Just to understand what kind of special environment we had it just 1,949 years ago. Not that long, I guess. And, yeah. So that's, so that's really what's, what we're really doing. The whole point of this whole program is that we're rebuilding the future. These are the guys who are going to rebuild the Basimic Church. These are the ones who are going to be the Kohanim, the Levim, the people who come up in the Shodesh Um These are the, the children that we're educating. And we've got a chiyo, we've got an obligation to educate them in the best possible way. So, join in. Join yeah, in. join and join in. And, and thank you for that amazing work. And, and let's hope that you will not have a program next year, as I said, and just celebrating together with the whole oh, nation man. together. Oh, Thank you, Rabbi Zedin, so much for being with us today. We are moving on on the show. Uh, there are a few things I did want to mention. Uh, so, um, 
in Kailul Show, for those of you by Norwood those of you who are familiar, there's a group of boys staying here from overseas uh, called Beishraga. They, um, very young, um, uh, clever boys, teenage boys that are very involved with other teenagers in the community, and a few projects are going on there for today, for Tishabov. One of the things we've mentioned with Rabbi Zayden when he was here is sometimes a, a teenage boy or uh, even an adult, it's hard for us to sit throughout four hours of kinas or three hours of kinas. It's long. Uh, one of the projects they have at Koryat Shol and the whole community, everybody's invited. You can actually, after davening, they split into two groups. One does the kinas fully throughout the whole morning in the more traditional way. And the other one has explanation. They choose maybe four or five chapters or ten chapters. I'm not sure how much it is. And really understand deeply with stories, with understanding what is happening, what did happen. And it's not just reading the kinas, it's really connecting to who we are, what we are. And that's a great opportunity. Uh, at the time, there's also going to be a video from the Chofetz Chaim Foundation for kids. I know that they're at 10 o'clock in the morning and kids that want to go. Um, in other shuls, other communities, I think the Chofetz Chaim Foundation is going to be podcast. There's a lot to see, a lot to know. And let's use this opportunity. I mean, and even when you're traveling from place to place, you have Chai FM that's giving you 27 hours of shurim, of connection, of the best lectures around from 5, five o'clock tonight, 5 o'clock p.m. for 27 hours, 100% Tisha mode, which I really hope what I'm saying now would not be correct. And very fast, very shortly, we're going to have a change in plan. And I, I mean, I feel bad for Kathy. She'll have to change the whole playlist. But you know what? It's worth it. If we can get into a position that Tishabov will be over and we all together as a nation could get close to Hashem, get the, the temple back and, and just get the relationship, the, the difficulty. I have to say that three years ago when I moved here to South Africa, Tishabov night I went to a lecture of a speaker from overseas who in Israel was actually one of my neighbors. And he was mentioning a few tragedies and talking about how everything can change at, when we live together in relationship with Hashem, how everything will change after the Mashiach comes, how everything can, what a good future we have. And every year, since I know the people that he was talking about, he didn't realize anybody would understand, but I kind of know the people. And every year I look back and I see, okay, it's been a year, it's been two years. Has anything changed? And unfortunately, the majority of the tragedies he was speaking about did not get better. Three years down the line, tonight's going to be three years. Same situation. I mean, yes, we do have happy moments and we do have good things, but we do have a lot of tragedies and we need, we need, we need God to bring us back to Him, bring us back to the relationship and really have happy moments, happy times, celebrating together and you know, at the end of the day, the Beis Hamikdash, it says, it wasn't only for the Jewish nation, and that's a point really only we know to cry about it tonight, but it says that anybody could bring a, a sacrifice, anybody could get a relationship through the Beis Hamikdash, doesn't matter if you're Jewish or not Jewish, where you come from, what you come from. It was a place that all nations were able to experience the relationship that we have with Hashem. It was an opportunity for everybody. It's not just a Jewish thing. It's not just for us. It's really, yes, it's our relationship. It's our connection. But it's something that everybody was able to witness, the power of Hashem. So please, God, 
we hope that these will be the last moments, the last times of, of suffering, of misery, and really we should go up to a great new, hopefully, future. One last thing I, I have to mention. I was really debating if to bring it up on the show today, and I, I decided not to bring a guest to speak about it, but it is important. We're going to speak about it next week. Please, God. However, this coming up Saturday night, there's going to be a great opportunity for all teenage boys in the community for a beautiful musical night at Koyal part of the project that I've been speaking about. All schools, all teenagers, all boys, you're all invited. Koyal happening on um, Shabbos night, Saturday night at Yad Shol next to Norwood Mall. And it's not, I'm not advertising something. It's really something that it's important for all boys. I want to experience the connection, the relationship with other boys from overseas, with the Jewish music, with the, 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 the beautiful coming together and, and enjoying and celebrating, um, the, 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 the fun side of Judaism. You're all invited. And then please that we'll elaborate more about the programs happening next week. So that's it for today. And I really hope that we're going to go in for a nicer, better, hopeful future. 101.9. We will please God speak again next week, Monday, two to three. Thank you so much for being with me.